You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Datfilling Podcast Network. You're always in the service of Rick. The Lou Podcast. You always, you always, you always, you always in the service of Rick. Salute. 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 Salute Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? What they do? Welcome to another episode of the Salute Podcast. I am your boy, retired Chief Master Pat Wilcox, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Chief, a.k.a. Conscious Rhyme of the Group Purgatory. The Salute Podcast is always in the service of dreamers, and we showcase the talents of all current and prior military members and the elements of hip hop. So if you can rap, also dress fresh, and you served your country, then the salute is for you. So, it's, it's, it's one of them. It's one of them right now, man. One of them ones. This is the tenth. This is the tenth episode of the salute, man. I didn't never think I would get this far, and so I wanted this. I wanted to, 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 you know, celebrate this in Miami, and I wanted to bring on somebody from Miami, and I also wanted to bring who was my what my second guest, the co-host on here with me because we all kind of you know intertwined together, man. So I wanted, I wanted to do that. But before we get into the podcast, and he's gonna be my special guest host today, my man Op Solo. Before we get into the podcast, I gotta shout out the sponsors as usual. Uh, you know, I'm ha- I always talk about my man Shorty Pimp, and, and you're gonna see Shorty Pimp right there at the bottom. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> so now when I say it, you can put a this face or voice with me saying Shorty Pimp every episode. We're gonna do that. So, all right, let me go through all these. I'm about blind, so I always stumble through these things, but I'm we're gonna make it through. All right, first sponsor, we shout out Plug, the Plug's earbuds. You get them at www.gettheplugs.com. Enter the code DFPN10 for a 10% discount. Next up is Audio Swim. Like audio, that www.audioswim.com. Uh, uh, just, I think it was two bucks. Uh, tw- uh, two bucks, you can get all of these, uh, these, these podcasts that we have commercial free. So you want to hear my man Black jumping in, talking in between. You get everything uh, free, you know. Uh, um, uh, advertisement free so that's what we have with that now there you go premier element uae one time for my man shorty pimp miami dade county represent and there you go <laughs> there you go there goes shorty pimp right there com. all right next up join uh the dfpn at uh, patreon so i'm sorry patreon is the two bucks just for two bucks you can get all these uh these uh podcasts uh advertisement free so that's at patreon and that's www.patreon.com uh for backslash that feeling podcast all right put that up there it is next up uh, dpn the, the that feeling podcast network merchandise I'm in Miami, so I ain't got my merchandise. But when you see, you check out stuff. We got cups, we got mugs, got you know, we got um, uh, t-shirts, we got sweaters, we got everything you need, man, to be stay fresh and have that that you know that feeling all over your body and working like that. So yeah, 
That's um that will be at www.tsprays.com and search for that feeling podcast. All right. <laughs> and my man down here at the bottom. Here you go. Welcome, Shorty Pimp, to the salute. <laughs> They never add that, so you got some special treatment right there. Welcome, Shorty. There you go. So let, let, let's let's get into this conversation. So I always started off, and my, I'm gonna let my man Absolo throw his in there too. His how he met Fox, but tell the story. So you know, I me mean? here I am coming out there, you know, to, you know, fresh out of basic training. I think tech school, fresh out of tech school, back in Miami Dade County. You know, what I'm saying already to hit the streets and have to do, I, I want to do a uh, recruiter's assistance you know what I'm saying so so I got the recruiter's assistance and who's in the recruiter's assistance office but my man shorty pimp so we been talking you know what I'm saying we just kind of hit it off right then I can remember I think we go to the mall we walk around the mall I don't know what we was doing in the mall we was passing out Air Force pamphlets or something I don't remember what it was but I know we went to the mall a couple times I think he sent us over because it was it was right across the street from the mall, the damn recruiter station in North Miami. Right, right across from, you know, 163rd Street Mall, when it when that was, you know, popular. It ain't really popular no more, but back in the days, 163rd Street Mall was it. So, so yeah, you know, we was at, you know, we was in there, I think we walked around, we did a little, but we kind of hit it off real good, man. And, and from, you know, for the, I, I kind of lost track of him until he, I, he hooked up, he was down with, uh, with, with, uh, with B. And B would come up to, to, to Panama City, and then that's how you know I, I, I met up with him again. I don't know if you remember this particular night, Bronx. The night we you know we hooked up with the you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I can't repeat it again. With with, with Rod Z. Who? You remember Rod Rod Z? Oh yeah yeah Rod yeah Rod Z. Rod yeah we yeah, yeah, we yeah, in yeah. the car. We we got you know, you know we was in the car that night. We all kind of were riding chilling. And the girls was in the car, the chick was like, she was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, I want something to drink. And Rod Z was like, I ain't buying you nothing to drink. And she was going off and she was like, nah, you know what I'm saying, just let me out. So everybody lost their girls that night, that night but me. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember that night, you know what I'm saying, you was not Shorty Pimp that night. My name was Shorty Pimp. My name, my name was Pat Pimp that night. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking, you were looking sad in the back seat of that car. <laughs> hey, is it me? And from there, we went to Korea, met each other. You know, did some stuff in Korea. But you know, I ain't gonna go on all about my stuff, man. I'm gonna let my man, my man, Hop Solo, jump in there. He can tell you know, maybe he got a story or something about about Bronx and when he met Bronx. I think, um, I think. I think that um was was that that was that night was 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 that at the Safari parking lot? The Safari parking lot? I don't even remember. I know I know it was some girl. I know I just I can remember Rod Z was trying to he, he picked these chicks up walking down the street. That's what he met. Them. And I don't even know how Bronx came in the picture. I didn't know he was in the car. All of us was in the car. But, but what I'm saying was, was that was that was that was in Panama City though, right? It was in Panama City though. That was a because I remember I I got a vague remember I got a vague memory of the safari we was at the safari lounge in Parlock car, the parking lot and uh, I just remember all y'all was packed up in the car 
and I didn't, Bronx, I, 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 I didn't know I didn't know Bronx them at the time. I just I was just laughing because I was like, damn, these cats packed up in the car. You know what I'm saying? They was all packed up in the car because I remember Razi. Yeah, that I remember Razi. You know what I mean? I didn't know Bronx at the time, but I knew Razi. You know what I mean? Because y'all was all packed up in the car and y'all was going somewhere. To, that was a that was the first memory I had. Uh, um, vague memory of Bronx. Hey, hey T, that was you when know I me? met Pam. Right. Cause, cause she the baddest one with the ugliest face. I saw Bronx <laughs> looking. I said, I better get over there quick. <laughs> I mean, Ugmo. Ugmo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, is it me? Oh, is it me or y'all frozen up on me a little bit? I don't know if that's on my head. I think you freezing. Yeah, that's, that's your um, stuff. We good over here, dog. Yeah, we good. I'm upstairs. I'm in, I'm in my um, I'm in my loft building, so uh, maybe anywhere I'm at, throw me in the loft right now. Let me see if I get on another one. Let me see what happens. I'm gonna go ahead and clock in on so you come in. I'm gonna come, come in on my different side and see what happens. So I don't know if I have any problems. Yeah, man, however you want to do it, man. You can pop out, you know what I mean? Like I said, my man Black, you know what I mean? Black, he gonna, he gonna always come back in and fix his thing if something like wrong. So. Mm -hmm. Ain't no big deal. Like you get frozen, you come back. But if you want to try another internet connection, that, that's all right, go Try something different. Right, just come back in and you just cut it up. Alright, hold on. Let me see if you try Ain't no big deal. <clears throat> yeah, it'd be like that. Like I say, black will cut it up. So, you know, it, it'll be it'll, it'll flow right. Oh, okay. Bet. Yeah. So. Uh, it's a lot of editing that go into this, man. He just need to he just need to he need to have the um the um he just need to have the vocals. My man, my man, um, Mac, Mac, like, what's up? He like salute, uh, fellas. They salute to you, Mac. Appreciate you checking us out. Mm -hmm. All right, he jump back in here in a minute. I don't know what's up with his dog on in and in there suck. But yeah, mm -hmm. you probably was right though. You probably was right though. T, you probably was right that night. That's probably when it was at the safari. Yeah, cause I, I, like I said, man, I just remember y'all was packed up in the car, and I remember laughing, cause you know. <laughs> I just remember Ron Z and Bronx in the car. They was packed up, in the, in the <laughs> looking like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that I'm like, man, that night. Was funny. So funny. Yeah. They were tripping, boy. It was, it was, it was funny as hell, man. I was like, man, Bronx. I saw Bronx looking over there. I was like, yeah, I need to get on over there quick. You know what I'm saying? I got over there. You know what I'm saying? Old Pam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the Zach man I bet. Oh, damn. Yeah, bro, bro, I'm looking sick in that car. I don't know what they did the rest of the night. I was the only place. I said, y'all just dropped me off. They dropped me off a pan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever y'all doing, head on out. Yeah, yeah like I said, I remember that. Yeah, man. Be, like I say, this like when it be spaces like this, like I say, he come in here and chop them up. So whatever we talk about, he might keep it. He might not. He might chop it up and take it out. Oh, bet. Yeah, man. So that, that, you know what I mean? Hey. Not how many times I've been through this, be on here the podcast, man, and the next day, you know, somebody voice drop out, something happened. Mm -hmm. I had to do, I had to do this one cat, Denard, two times. Who? Oh, Denard. Dude, Denard, uh, D Mills. I had to do him two times. So that's why it looked like this episode number nine when it's really episode number 10. It just looked like oh, that. Oh, okay. Because of that. There you go. Okay, you know, that Bronx, you know, pop back in. Let's see what he, let's see what happened. And it usually happen, right? That kind of, it happen all the time. There you go. All right. All right, my bad. Right, I don't man. know what's going on, bro. So quick. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So, no, you know, I know, he was finishing up. Oh, no, no, no. I was just, I was just talking about, you know, that 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 time when we had first met out, out in um, Panama City, you know, Safari Lounge. You know what I mean? Just hanging out. You know, we all, you know, what I mean, first couple years in the military, having a good time. You know? Yeah. Then we, yeah. Then we went over to. Then we went to Korea. And then, you know, that's when we kind of really got tight with, with Bronx and stuff. We started working with Andromeda, you know what I'm saying, going on. But I, I'm going to let Bronx kind of tell some of them stories and, and talk a little bit about it, man. I'm just going to, you know, that because this show, is, like I said, when I do this stuff, and me, you know, T on here with me now, man, I, when I do this kind of stuff, it's only, it's, it's for the veterans, man, and for you to tell what you got going on. It ain't for me. It ain't for T. Just to let people know what cats got going on. And what they, you know, especially when they're talking about music and hip hop and that kind of stuff. And man, I know you, 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 you know, you're a representative of, of that. And plus, like I say, right now, I'm Miami Day. Right now, shooting the video. Just finished my my uh, honey lemon lemon pepper cup. <laughs> so I say, <laughs> so I gotta bring all my partners on here, and I gotta bring a Miami a Miami dude. We shot the video in, in um in, in North Miami, right across. Well, you know where um where Krispy Kreme at? Right across here, it's, yeah. a little, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little store over there. So we shot it right over there. So we was in your neck of the woods anyway. <laughs> the West Dixie area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we was over there in your neck of the woods. So yeah, but <laughs> anyway, I, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start the question. Like I said, my man Op Solo gonna ask one. I'm gonna ask one. We'll go back and forth, and we're gonna get it going. So the first yeah. thing I like to yeah. ask, yeah. the first thing I always come up, I say is like, look, you know, tell us about yourself. Where you, you know where you from? Tell us about you and whatever. And then you know, uh, I can ask this next question. But that's the first thing. First thing first. Tell a little bit about you uh, and, and you know your background and stuff. All right. So y'all want to go by the nickname or the real name? <laughs> hey, <laughs> whatever you feel comfortable I mean, talking about. <laughs> well, you know, basically, man, my, my name is Bronx. Um, y'all call me Shorty Pimp. Some people call me T. Well, T. Bone, Papa, Dade County, D.C. I mean, I got a lot of names, man. Miami boy, um, born and raised in Miami. Uh, done what, what, 10, 11 years in the United States um, Air Force. I've been around the world. Um, now I'm a, I should call, uh, now I'm a, a serial entrepreneur now, as, as we call it. Um, been in the music industry for over what 20 years now maybe a little bit longer than that because we i got in it through y'all boys <laughs> and um and then took it to another level now but um yeah in a nutshell born and raised in miami florida traveled the world with the united states air force and now like i said again i'm a serial entrepreneur all right, T, you got that next question. You got question number two, which kind of ties into this. You, just, you elaborated more on what we just talked about. Okay, um, you kind of you kind of tapped into you kind of tapped into. Um, we kind of went over what we first met. You know what we first met. You you know what was some of the um what was some of the first bases that you uh you, you talked about being in the Air Force, served 10, 11 years. What was um what was some of the bases that you served at? Good, good question. Um, my first base was Fort Walton Beach, Eglin Air Force Base, I should say. Um, then my next base, I was in Station in Korea, which was, you know, with you guys um, in Osan Air Force Base. Then from there, I went to Tokyo, Yokota Air Base. 
then on my last base was Why Not My Night down in North Dakota. I've been there. And that's when I realized it was time to get off active duty. <laughs> hey, I was telling you, like, when, when, you know, we was in Korea, man, I was like, man, you got, you know, you go to Japan, out of Japan, and you can send people to Mana. And I think I no. said that to you. And sure enough, you got orders of Mana. Yeah, they, 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 they tried. I, I was man. there as an IMA. I was there for two years as an IMA. You know what I'm saying? Before I went up to the Pentagon. Man, yeah, so y'all, and the whole time I was there, I said, I see why Bronx. Got the military right there. I understand right now. That's yeah. crazy. Why not? Did you go up there one time, T? Because you had a little chick. You was dating at one point, and you went up there. Yeah. One Bronx at the same time. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think know. so. I went up there. It was um oh four. Yeah, no, nah, I went up there. I, I didn't get there until oh five. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was oh four. I think he came that next year. Yeah, yeah, but I was up there. I was up there for a little bit. It was nice, but um, I had to go. You know, like, <laughs> that boy said it was nice. No, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice house. Sweet. That thing was terrible. <laughs> I was only there. I was only there for like. I was only there. I actually, I was with my girl, so we was. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. We took the ride. Yeah, nice. You know, went up to the border. Went up to the border, Canada. You know, rode around. You know what I mean? Just you know. You know how it is, us military members being away. I mean, you know how it is. We we make the best of everything where we go. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, y'all boys, y'all boys from Dade County. I mean, <laughs> Miami. That was the first. That was the first thing that I knew about Florida. But when I got the tender, it's like this, this ain't what I saw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's it, so. Y'all boys survived that, so you survived yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't nothing good about it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Ain't nothing good about my night. I guess you was there with your girl, so that made a whole different yeah. Ain't nothing good about my night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> ain't nothing good about you. my night. Yeah. It's why not my night for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, uh, I was going to ask one, another question, but we kind of touched on it already, so I'm just going to ask something else, man. And what I'm going to ask you is, um, on here, man, usually we talk about, I have people come on and talk about recruiter stories. So I have, you know, I had one, I tell them how when I went there, you know, I don't know if you had the same experience, we had the same recruiter, but anybody who don't, we had the same yeah. exact recruiter, Texas Norris, I can't remember his first name, maybe Bronx, but, the dude, you know what I'm saying? He, he wasn't the, the original dude that was there with some other cat. I think he was staff side. It might have been a tech. I don't know who he was. He signed me up. And then after that, I ain't hear from this cat no more. And I happened to just call up Norris one day. And I was like, hey, I'm supposed to need to go to the military in like a week. What? You know what I'm saying? A week or two. I think it was a week or two or something. I mean, I ain't heard nothing. What's going on? He like, who are you? I told him my name. He's like, hold up, hold up, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me look up son. Let me see what's going on. And then, then he came back like, yeah, yeah, man, you supposed to be shipping out. Man, I don't know why I ain't never heard of you. You know, the other dude did not tell me about you. That's what my introduction was in Norris. And he just like finished me out. But he wasn't the dude that recruited me. He just finished me out. So, you know, like I said, I heard they got everybody come on here. They had a different recruiter story, I think. But I know T told one. Everybody got, they got good ones, man. So what was yours? Was Norris the original dude that, that signed you up? Or was it the other cat that was there before Norris? Nah, Norris was my, my, my original one, man. It, it was crazy because um, <clears throat> I actually got shot 
And I'll never give him a call. I'm like, look, man, I'm about to get up out of here. I said, boy, you need to get me out of here, boy. It's going to get worse. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you in part by Get The Plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com and enter in code DFPN10 for a 10% discount. Liking this show? Follow us, subscribe to this channel, and follow us on Patreon at www.patreon.com. Now back to the show. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Norris was my first recruiter, man. He, he, he actually got me out of He actually got me out of Miami. <laughs> you know, he, he, he saved me on some situations, you know. It's crazy because Pat find out some situations. I'm like, God damn, I ain't know I still had it. <laughs> I was in Korea, I'm like, yo man, you seen this website? Cause no website, stuff like that was like kind of new. I said, man, I was looking for yeah. something. I think I was looking for my boy Sput. And I went to look at the thing. I said, man, to Bronx Smith. I started looking at who else I knew from Miami. And I looked at him, I said, man, they got your, they got your file <laughs> on this thing. He like, man, how you find it out, man? What you know what I'm I said, hey, right here, man. You better get that thing exposed. You better get this off your record. Like, this thing right here. <laughs> yeah. Shorty Pimp, the only, only, only real convict in the whole damn, the whole damn crew. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your boy Norris was a trip, man. My mama, you know what I'm saying? My other story about Norris is when I got to Tindall, I was so miserable at Tindall that my mama, I was calling my mama every day. I was like, yo, man, that dude Norris, man, he got me over here. And Norris was going out to Edison. He was going out to Edison out there. My mom was working at Edison. And he was going out there trying to recruit people. And my mom was like, nah, you, you can't come back out there no more. You can't come back. <laughs> you better get my son right. So that cat called me on the phone at 10. And he was like, man, what's wrong? What's going on? I said, man, I, I got, you know what I'm saying? They drive me crazy. I mean, I'm about to kill somebody around here. Like, no, no, put in some orders, man. Your mom tripping over here, man. <laughs> put in some orders or something. And then right then, I think I had talked to T, and we, we were talking about Panama. And then right when he told me that, I got the orders to Panama. And I put him in after I talked to Norris. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I wasn't finished with Norris, man. Man, my mom was, my mom was bad at Norris, man. He almost, you know, was out of a job. Cause she was about to go psycho on him. You know what I mean? I wish I had a guy stationed in England. I think England would have been a better match for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, England was straight though. I had fun in England. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know why we never went up there, man. Me and T, we, we, uh, we all stayed at Tindall and we never really think about going up to England and like getting out of there. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why we never left, we never ventured out. But we, you know, we just never did, man. All right, so, so you got the next question, T. I got a question. It's kind of like, I don't know if you answered it already, but it's kind of like going into what you just touched on. You talked about being shot. With you being, you know, extraordinary in entrepreneurialism and being in the military, my question is this. What was the the motivating thing that made you want to come into the military? (laughs) Air Force. Uh, Man, you know what? It was either go to jail, be dead, or, or, or get up out of here, man. I'm not gonna even lie to you, bro. I was, yeah. I was one step away from me either, probably not probably doing, going to jail or being dead. I ain't even lie to you, but I was, I was really wild, man. And I was able to, I was blessed to leave and I ain't look back. Crazy thing about it though, man, I thought I was coming back home, man. 
I said, man, yeah, I'm gonna go do this thing right quick. <laughs> I never came back. <laughs> I never came back, bro. I never came back. <laughs> probably, probably, probably the best thing, you know, it's funny you probably said it because that was, I came in in 93 and that was really, that was really the reason why I went in. I came in when I was 17 and it was, it was um, go to jail, yep. dead, get yep. involved in something I shouldn't be involved into. Yeah. Um, that was pretty it. So the Air Force sounded good. You know what I mean? Being from South South exactly. Chicago. So yeah. So yeah, I, I know I know exactly what that means when you say that. Shot 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 Yeah, I know about it. Yeah, shot time, boy. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Um who some cat jumped up and I ain't even gonna listen to what he talking. I don't know if y'all can see somebody jump in here do some kind of nonsense on here. You know, oh. y'all got some trolls, man. We got haters. Only yeah. Y'all see the bottom of what he said, man. But hey, feed you need to get up Don't out of here. Cause these, these, these the, the names you calling us on here, you, we not the ones for that. You might want to, you might want to get off of this one. <laughs> you not messing with the right ones. What you do? You could just block him, can you? I don't even know. I'm thinking about trying to block this cat, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, block, you block. Like, who is this dude, man? You know what I'm saying? Blocked out man, of here. Man, you know how it is, man. People always trying to find something. Somebody yeah, always yeah, trying to find something, man. Somebody always got something to say. But, uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, you know, my thing was something to say, man. You know, I wasn't in trouble. Like, he was in trouble. I was just like, man, my daughter was being born. I said, I got to get out of here, man. Because I had partners doing the same thing, going to jail, getting locked up. And, you know, I was like, man, I'm probably going to wind up in jail with these dudes. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I gotta do something better for my little girl, man. So I kind of like, you know, I had the alter, you know, most of us, man, inner city dudes, that's really what the case is, man. You be trying to figure out a way to get out your circumstances. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Other dudes that came here and said the exact same thing. So it's like, I can see it's a going thing, especially running around for African American dudes, because we always trying to get out of our circumstances. We ain't trying to stay up in it. And so the military was always a way for dudes for that to happen for dudes. Um, yeah. I got, you know, so mine, another question is, uh, how did you first start in the music? I think you touched on it, you said it already, but we can, you know, we can oh, probably double back and elaborate on it. I got to the music, I'm looking at two of you mugs. <laughs> y'all the ones got me in the music. I mean, I'm a, you, you, I guess, you know, y'all knew I was always connected, man. For some reason, I always knew how to finesse and, 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 and talk to people and make things happen. And I think, I, if I'm not mistaken me wrong, I remember y'all was already doing music. And then I was like, I think one of y'all was like, man, we need a manager. And I was like, you know what, shit, I go ahead and do this thing and, and just start putting stuff together. And I just, mm. and it went from there. I think it was, me was more like, I was love helping people and I knew I had a hustle in me. And I, I said, you know what, shoot, we go ahead and get to, what, what was what was the place we used to do the um, the, the, the um, competition at? What, what was that at? The challenge, the yeah, challenge. So you know, I mean, we, I know, you know, everybody was talking about we were manipulating and stuff. And I was just, just using my skills to finesse and see how we can go ahead and make this thing happen. So I just say I got into the music business, you know, through y'all. You know, I was always looking for. When you come from Miami, especially with the, the, the era I was in, I was more on the capitalization, man. Whatever makes sense, I'm trying to figure it out. And if you my people's, I'm gonna do my best to, to do right by it. That's how I really got into the music industry. That was one part. I get how I got deeper in the music industry was when I came home in 05 and I, and I teamed up with my partner, James. He passed away now. 
Um, it's called Doodoo, and we really got deeper into the industry, in, in the music industry. That's when I started getting into the real big promotion, going city to city, and you know, really getting my hands. And I seen a lot, seen a lot, but where I started, it's it definitely going to be Andromeda and Purgatory, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, th I think that, you know, y'all had already, I didn't even know that you, you know, that it was you until I got over there. And I said, oh, I know that cat, no problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> when I got yeah. over there, it was already hooked up. Y'all was already hooked yeah. up and stuff. Yeah. You know? And then when I got there, it was like everything just kind of, the pieces kind of all just came together and it just, it just worked. Yeah, because it was Andromeda first, and then when you came, the purgatory. So you're absolutely right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we were doing some good, good stuff over there. And we had fun, man. So I, I got the next question. I got another. I got the next question. It kind of, kind of ties into that. With the, um, it kind of ties into. It kind of puts a, um, puts a why. You know, you kind of answer that. But next question is if. It goes with the music and music business. If you would never get paid for engaging in the music in the music industry, would you pursue it like you would you pursue it with the same intensity you do now? Why why not? Mm, well that's a good question. <laughs> well, the type of person I am, I'ma always go hard on anything that I do, but I don't know, man. You know, that's a good, that's a real good question. Because it, it, the music industry is so, man, it's worse than the dope game, man. Let me put it that way. It's worse than the dope game. So it's just like, man, that's a good question. I, I'm gonna have to come back on you on that one. <laughs> okay. okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. We could double back around on it. You, we won't let you forget yeah. it. You know, you know what I'm saying? At the end, be like, yeah, yeah. You know, come, come back and tell me as we go. Maybe a, a click on it. <laughs> All right, bet. bet. We, we earmarked that one. Come back to it. Um, my, my question is how did being in the military prepare you for running a successful business? <clears throat> the military prepared me by one, understanding uh, you know, leadership, understanding organization and really understanding teamwork. That's the biggest thing, teamwork. Um, I can really say, you know, going back to understanding and me really applying my military skills now than I could have done earlier was understanding the value of, uh, of, you know, levels, you know, understanding that everybody has a position to play. Everybody needs to understand their roles and everybody needs to play, you know, play to their skill set. So um, by that, it helps me know how to put people in the right departments. Maybe how to make me even understand how the whole conversation is different than I did when I was younger. So um, it helped out a lot today. Um, you know, I could have applied a lot more when I was younger, but today it actually played a big part in it. Hey, man. Hey, you know, I, I think the same thing, man. And I know I probably tell you the same thing, man. I mean, when we go for jobs, we go different things, man. They just they love hiring us. They, they know what it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? They know what's gonna happen. And it helps us, us in the music business. Cause when we said we was gonna be somewhere, we were there. You know what I'm saying? And we still like that. If it say we're gonna be there at three, we there like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 245. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or 230. We already there waiting. And I think people appreciated that because we was always on time. And we was, we was respectful of their time. And we, we learned a lot of that in the military. And so I think those kind of things, you know, it, it, it's easy. To, to, to run a business 
and, and uh, you know, because you already, you know, you already in a big enterprise in the military, being in a big enterprise. So it's kind of it's kind of easy for you to, to kind of transition that into making business. You know, so I know I don't know what you think about that. Uh, Those are um, like you said, punctuality, punctuality, um, team team building, team dynamics. Those are some of the crucial. Those are some of the crucial soft skills you need to operate in any business, in any kind of any kind of business dynamic. So, those are some of the skills that you know, being in military, like like I think Bronx said he was in for 10, 11 years. I was in for twenty five. You was in for twenty four. Those are some of the things that that was seared in us that we take for granted for. But like you said, like Bronx said. When you come out into the to the um, civilian world, those are some of the things that lacking, you know, lacking, and they they see us. It's like a, a ray of light. So I, de- I definitely I could definitely relate to those to those um, skills that um, Bronx said. That kind of that kind of ties in, you know, some of the skills that kind of ties into my next question. Um, you being um, Bronx, you being a founder founder of Premier Element. Um, what what are some of the things that you, what are some of the things that your company does? One of well, actually, you, you said you was multiple entrepreneurialism. What yeah. what some of the things I'm talking about? Just Premier Element, or if you want to get one of the other ones or multiple other ones, what's some of the things that your company company does? So basically, Premier Element is a solution firm. And what we do, we focus on scaling other entrepreneurs to great success. So we're more on the business consulting side of it, where we're more on the strategy side of everything. So our main goal is basically, we solve problems and work on projects. It just so happens in the sports, music, and entertainment industry. So if, say if you needed something and anything that comes down, you may need business, you may need branding, you may just need marketing. We're able to um, basically put everything together and take it to the next level of where you need to be. So when you say when you say when you say y'all do sports, what kind of sports? <clears throat> what, just we do what kind of sports marketing? Just, you know, elaborate sports on marketing. sports stuff. Sports marketing, we can help with uh, investments. So what I did was I teamed up with a fintech company, and also I teamed up with a um, hedge fund to where we're able to help um, athletes either where they need to get on a. Um, maybe find an agency to able get on to the NBA. Um, they may just need just becoming an athlete that turns to business athlete. We help them with becoming a business athletes. Um, they need help with camping. Anything that a, a, a sports athlete need to do, but we focus more turning their passion to income. So, you know, a lot of athletes, they may not make it to the NBA. They may not make it to certain other things. We put them in situations to where they can get, show them how to actually turn, turn themselves from just being an athlete to more to a business athlete. I said I didn't know all that. That's why I want. That's why I'm asking these questions. You know what I'm saying? Okay, right. no, ask. I mean, it's good to ask because, and I'm glad we're talking because a lot of people don't really know. They know me, Bronx, the hustler, the you know, the mover, the shaker, but they really don't know what I really do. You know how I stay, how I stay alive, how I really make it. You know, I use my gift. I'm a connector. And I became one of the lifestyle entertainment brokers. I, I took my gift and I just connected the dots. I knew I was well connected and I knew how to, I know how to move, I know how to move in any room. So I took advantage of the situation and, and, and basically made myself uh, really a, 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 how you can you put it, the face 
And you know, with that, I know T, you were talking about my, my other company, but um, I, we'll go back into more of that. But I know you want to focus more on Premelement, so I definitely want to give you insight on that. Yeah, because when we say when I when I when I shout you out as the one of the sponsors on here, I always say you know Premier Element UAE they don't just do music, they do sports too. So I'm like, I didn't know that. So I you know, I said when I get a chance to have you on here, I'm gonna have you elaborate on that yeah. you know, yourself. And, and this and then even speak about you know UAE. So Premier Element UAE came about. Um, about three, three years ago with my business partner, Carlos. Carlos was actually a part of Grown Man that was in Japan, the group I had in Japan. And um, basically, we literally took the same concept, you know, from doing events and all, and we took it over there to Dubai. So um, nearly right now, we're working on doing a, a big event at the top of the, you know, COVID kind of messed a lot of stuff up. So next year this time, we should be doing something real big over there. That's when everybody come over and we'll see what we got going on. A lot of people don't know that you know um, we're gonna say it on here that we we had a, a, a business together, me, Bronx, and Tavares. It was called Ill Flow Entertainment. Later on, it became B and T. Me and me and um, and I became you know he, he kept the Ill Flow, which is Illinois and Florida entertainment. Yeah. Me and Bronx was to Florida, and he was the Illinois. So Bronx was the president, uh, you know, I was the vice president, and I was the secretary. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, we, we done did business in the past together and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, Bronx took on some, did some other uh, business ventures, but we did have a business, a company together. We did have Ill Flow. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know me, like, man, like I said, what uh, I know now, they know then. So that's the biggest thing, man. Yeah. That's the great thing about, you know. Yeah, man. I think we just was all young and new, man, and trying to figure it out. And they said, this is the way you're supposed to do it. This is the way we did it. And, you know, did we really need that? We need this. We pressed up yeah, the yeah. CDs. We, know, we, we did a whole bunch of stuff, man. We just we just went for the gusto. You know yeah, what I mean? Probably- it was, it was a totally it was a totally different age back then. You gotta think, man, you know, we I'm just going off memory. We we started Ill Flow in 03. And Bronx Bronx came along months later and it turned to 04. So you gotta think, Facebook was created in 04. This was before this. This was before face. This was before Facebook. This was before uh, MySpace. Y'all remember MySpace? Yeah, I remember this MySpace. Before, so you know, back then, you know, hey, it, it was a totally different game. This was before. This is before Soldier Boy made it big with the with with his video and using YouTube. This is before all that. So there's a lot of things that we knew and we didn't know, and this kind of ties into the next question, Bronx. With all that being said. You talked about the things that your company did on the sport marketing, sports marketing um, page. In your opinion, what are the top three, what are the top three do's and don'ts for marketing artists? Do's and don'ts? Yeah, do's and don'ts. What what do you think in your your own words? As an artist? Yeah, for marketing. I say don't. I mean, yeah, it's marketing. But as an yeah. artist, as far as marketing, don't do. Yeah, I think the artist. Should, I think the artist shouldn't assume that people just gonna buy, buy that stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. people gonna That's buy that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Another thing not to do is just don't don't just put music out there. Really understand how to put it out there. Really understand what it, where who your target audience. You know, really. The last one that I say is really the most important. Make sure you put out the right music. 
you know, don't think about I gotta hit them and put out. Now the things to do is, again, goes to, before you do anything, make sure you got the right project. Other words, the right song, you know, the right. Hey you, yeah you, that musician that's just starting out his career, first and foremost, go get you an ASCAP. Then it's gonna have some information in there that you will need, like a UPC code. Yeah, you're gonna need one of them. You know where you can get one of them from? Audio Swim. Go to www.audioswim.com, $5 a track, they'll get you set up. All that information, you can put in the ASCAP, get paid for your music, and guess what? You off and running. Audioswim.com, go there today. right layout uh, another thing to do is you make sure you have good content uh, I mean without good content people don't they, they really don't want to stay alone and then the biggest thing is when you're marketing yourself with the music again it goes back to you know knowing how to market who to market how to put out I always tell people this is six things when you, when you deal with marketing first thing you got to do is you got to get people to know you then you got to get people to like you if they like you then you got to get them to trust you if they trust you then they'll buy from you. Then they'll buy again. Then the last thing they'll tell somebody about it. And it's a cycle of repeats itself. So that's the biggest thing. If I don't tell if I tell anybody that those are three six things, you know, first get them to know you. I mean, you gotta get that word inside there. Get them to like you. That mean, man, man, that boy hot. Get them to trust you. Yeah, he's got he's a person I can really mess with. I like his music. I like his music. Okay, I get then if need, then now, okay, I'ma buy his stuff. I'ma support him and I'm gonna support him again. Before you know it, they're gonna start telling their friends, friends, friends. And, and now you just, everything just rolling like dominoes. Okay. So, on that first part, just recap for all y'all out there, because those, those are some really, 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 that's really, really good advice for a lot of artists, up and coming artists that's coming up now in the year 2021 that we didn't know back then. Started yeah. back in the 90s. We was just throw it on the wall and let it stick. <laughs> The first thing, the Bronx, you can fill in. I'm just recapping what you said. First thing, don't assume your audience. That's number yeah. one. Don't yeah. assume people going to like you. That's some work that got to get done. The second thing he said is know your target audience. Right? Right. And right. Third thing he said, third thing he said is create content for your target audience. Absolutely. So, if you if you a conscious rapper and that's what you do you have to make music for the conscious rapper group now if you are if you 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 a rapper that's you know like I, i'm gonna use tupac for example tupac was a little bit everything so yeah. being the fact he was a little bit everything he can get away with he can get away with a dear mama a hit him up yep. um uh uh uh, uh, uh toss it up you know what I mean? Yep. With, with, with my yep. favorite 90s group, Hail, Hail Mary. Um, Hail Mary, you know what I yep. mean? Uh, a song where he's getting on Jay-Z and Mob Deep and Nas. So yep. so this is a little, you know what I mean? Just a little something, something for, a little something, something for, for, um, for artists out there. And I want to, I want to, I want you, I'm, want you to recap on that last part, Bronx. You said as far as you get somebody to know you, like know you, you trust. Yep. Yes. Know you, like you, trust you. Yep. Take yep. notes. 
Take note. Take note. <laughs> That's why we do it. That's why we got yeah. the salute. Take you know note. what I'm saying? Not just because there's other vets out there, and I know a bunch of them. You know, they here. They've been on this show, so it's going. It's, they out there. You know what I mean? They they, they talented. But to get information like this to go out to people who might not know who sitting in the military, in the military, well, but who might want to join the music to get the music business. These are things that we can talk to y'all about because we kind of been through some of these things. Since some more successful than others, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah that's a good question. You know what I mean? Um, that's a great question. Yeah, great you know question. What I mean? um, good uh, insight. Good insight yeah. on those questions, bro. Good insight, oh, man. I mean, I, I can share a lot, man. You know, you know, being around Big Block now, man. I done stuff, you know, with Keith Robinson. Um, mm -hmm. Done a lot, man. I've been around a lot of different people, so I can definitely tell you, you know, a lot of situations. So I was blessed to mm -hmm. able to get to that point to see the good and the bad, have music put on um, on, on, on the chart five weeks in a row, number one, one of the singles, number one, five weeks in a row. Um, and I had a song with Lucci, you know, I did stuff with Lucci. You know. I got a single right now with Rick Ross, one of my artists. Um, so okay. it just, you know, yes, yeah, so I've been in a lot of those situations, man. It definitely got me where I'm at, man. Yeah. And, okay. and, and you know, just to bring it all the way full circle, you know, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna segue into my next question. What people don't know is that it would not be a salute if but no Bronx. Because guess what? <laughs> Bronx Hook, Bronx, I, I met D Focus at a concert we was doing. You know what I'm saying? At a little show we was doing. I met D Focus, who turned out to be Mark, MRK Socks. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who started that feeling? That feeling has a podcast network into which we are on. So everything takes you know it, it all ties back into each other some kind of way, you know what I mean? And and and, and it's, it's 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 a building the success for all, it's, it's it's a building block for the success of everybody. All of us on this right now, on this podcast, talking to each other right now. But one thing led to another thing, led to another thing, that led to another thing, and then here we are. So you know, along with Mark um, Socks, formerly Defocus, Purgatory. You know what I'm saying? I know I know some other cats you don't work with, you know what I'm saying? But right now, tell us who else you don't work with and maybe market it for. As far as everything from basketball or just music? Music-wise? I mean, all of it. Music, basketball, um, music, anything. Uh, for the music, I work, like I said, I met, I work with Big Block, them Bad Boy South Block, NT. Um, I work with Keith Robinson, Hollywood actor. I've done stuff with Columbus Short, Jackie Long. Um, I've lived with my artist, new with wife, like I said, wife and Lucci, I did, you know, been at seven, got a single right now with Rick Ross. Um, I work with basketball Lorenzo Brown, um, Justin Tillman. Um, also now work with, um, well, being a part of, we work with uh, Royce O'Neill for Utah Jazz. Shoot, I'm actually getting ready to work with John Platt, um, the, the, the president of Sony Music. Oh, Vanessa Calloway, um, I've done stuff with her. Me and I got Pinky. Um, Keith, um, Kelly Price, I got, I'm actually, I never put out the song, but I got a song with, with Kelly Price and Keith Robinson. A couple of football players, I just, where the football? I did stuff with Tyreek Hill. Actually, I actually built his first website to Tyreek Hill. I think a couple of people, man, I, 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 I ain't gonna lie, I messed with a couple of people, man. I did mess with a lot of folks. I, when it comes down to the, the, the music, you know, I, you, know, I, you know, I was a promoter, so I did shows with Machine Gun Kelly, Art Kelly. I did stuff with, uh, Tia Marie. I mean, I can go on and on, fellas. I, I, I touched a lot of people, man. I was blessed. I'm saying I'm blessed to be able to work with a lot of people, whether it was doing shows with them, doing music with them, you know, working marketing with them. Shoot, man, I did I did a lot of I did a lot of things. Um, 
shoot, I think one of my best events I had was having Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Porter, and them, um, DJ Hunk. Shoot, that's man, I don't even know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did a lot. You left, you left out the Miami boys, though. Your boys cool and Drake. Yeah, I forgot, man. Did stuff with Cool and Dre, them man. Damn, dog, that's crazy. Yeah, I done. Red Red Spider. Um, yeah, I met, I met, I've been to met Red Spider Studio with you. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, yeah my cousin did over there bro. and got a flat tire because I, I made it back out the damn car. His blue eyes tire. <laughs> Red Spider Studio. Yeah. Man, you're right. I, I'm gonna be real, man. I dealt with everybody in Miami. I did stuff with Walgreens and them. I did Billy Blue, Briscoe. I did a whole Miami style weekend with Zopan and them, uh, Piccolo. Man, I got, yeah, man, I did. You know what I think about this boy? Got dog. I did a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, one of the members of Piccolo is, is, is a relative of mine. Yes. Vito, no shape. <laughs> yeah, Vito, for sure. You know what I'm saying? We had to talk about that on another episode. But yeah, you know, the other dude, you know, you know what I'm saying? Piccolo, he, he, he be fucking me out. I followed that cat on Instagram. He had me cracking up. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We other Miami boys, we got our own little style. I'll tell you that, but ain't nobody like us. We got our own little swag on the show. But uh, and this cat, we got the Chicago boy in the middle. <laughs> in the middle. Hey, now, Shot Town got it going on, man. Shoot. I want. I, I, I got to work with Kanye. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, when I get, hey, I'm going to tell you, you know what I'm saying? We finished talking, man. I got something, I got something to tell you. I had a business meeting today. And I'm going to tell you some stuff that I, I, I work on. I'm saying it might be beneficial to you. You know what I'm saying? If you want to take time to listen. But, man, uh, listen, we're, we're, man. We're, hey, listen. Where we at now and where we're before, it's going to be real easy, man. My whole thought process is a lot different, man. You know, you got to understand, like, I really learned a lot, man. Hey. I know y'all got some more questions. I could, you know, I'll tell y'all where I'm at right now, what I'm currently doing right now. But I, you know, y'all got some more questions. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? So today, I went over to Virginia Key Beach. You know how back in the day you were shorty and you like, yeah. you see that toll booth? Like, man, I can't go cross over there. How the hell, I'm, what the hell is over there? You saw that, but you never really went to that toll booth to get over that bridge. Yeah. What the hell over there? So I went today and this meeting today. You know what I'm saying? I had one of the best chicken little things I've ate. You know what I'm saying? I learned what the hell Pilates is. Cause I don't really give a damn about Pilates. Pilates. But now I know what it is. <laughs> so I went over the bridge. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's a whole other world. I spent a hundred dollars on the bill. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is some real business. This is some real business. I went over there. You know, I ain't gonna go over there unless it's some business, something really popping over there for me to go over there. I saw about 30 business. And within the first few minutes of me getting over the bridge, I'm just gonna say, you know what I'm saying? So we got to chop it up, talk a little more after this, you know what I mean? We got some business, you know what I'm saying? Business to talk about, but Somebody okay. popped in here. A lot of times they don't put their name on here. I don't know who it is, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, they said, they popped in and they said excellent information. So I don't know who it was, but we always tell them, hey, if you're going to put something in here, man, kind of put your name on them. Because it usually come up, it'll come up Facebook using. So that's somebody from Facebook came on here and said something. So they said excellent information. But T, you got the next question. I'm solo, you, know, you got the next question. A lot, of, a lot of the, um, as you can see, as you can see with Bronx, Bronx is a man of, many you know i mean with his music career and your military career you touch many people um personally with us um others within our circle and also a lot of professional people you know with that being said what was one of your most memorable hip-hop moments while serving 
my most memorable hip hop. And uh, mm -hmm. don't say when you hooked us up with Coolio. No, don't say that. Don't nah, yeah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm gonna be real. Just y'all, man. You know, you know. I'm gonna I'm say. I'm gonna really say, Andromeda, Purgatory, and Grown Man. You know, um, those my best times. You know, in the music industry, because it was like family. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I you know that in the day, I know we. I'm gonna say we didn't. We wasn't taught business structure, but. I knew we was for our time and I knew we had something. I knew we had something. Um, everybody else was just business with me, man. It was more business, you know. I just knew that I had a hustle in me. I wasn't scared of nobody. Mm -hmm. And I always felt that, you know, it's all about being the best, whatever you do, you know. And everybody playing their role, you know. It's all about, I'm a team player, you know. It's all about let's win until everybody don't, you know. To, you know things happen, man. But Best hip hop series, Andromeda, Purgatory, Grown Man. Simple. Everybody else was just people I was getting the bag off. It's funny you said that because I remember. Um, I remember this was like going back to what you said. This was we did um, Andromeda. We had just performed Move On. We just performed Move On. And um, Pat was supposed to be there. It was on April 24th. Pat was supposed to be there, but PJ was born. So he stayed that extra month. And I remember after we performed, it was me, you, Bronx, Rich, Bron Kelly, Kenya, Anthony, BJ, and Monique. We was in the day room. Yeah. We was in the day room. I remember the day room. I remember the day room. Bronx, Bronx, not Bronx, but Bronx Kelly sent, Bronx Kelly got that video and he sent it. I, I got it on Facebook, but you know, I'm off Facebook now. I'm, I'm deactivated. But I remember <laughs> and, that. Funny, and, and funny so I tried to tag that. you in. I wonder why I couldn't tag you in. Now I don't know why. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's funny you said that because that was the first Andromeda memory that I had with Bronx. Because we, we used to go to the day room all the time. But it's like after we did move on, we grew. We we was big because Andromeda first started. Actually, really, Andromeda really first started with me and Quest. Yeah. But yeah. Quest was doing music. Ron Kelly was doing music. Rich was doing music. Lyrics was doing music. But nobody was doing music together. I think Ron Kelly. I think Ron Kelly and Quest was doing. You know. Brian Kelly was like doing beats and stuff. Yeah, Brian Kelly was doing beats. You know, everybody, but you know, with me and Pat were purgatory, we was on a mission. We actually went yeah. to Korea purposely to do music. So I was there yeah. waiting on Pat, but hooked up with Quest. And then it was like, after that move on, it was like we blew. And I just remember, I just remember Bronx and you know what I mean? You was just real cool, didn't say nothing. Like he was just there, like, you know what I mean? And I, and I used to always think like, this person seeing this person rap, I was like, man, well, I wonder what he do. You know what I mean? But it, was just, it was just like he was like he was like the Doctor Mindbender of the group. Like you know what I'm saying? Seeing, seeing, you know what I mean? Trying to formulate, seeing how all this talent was gonna go and how it was gonna go out there. Because I, I remember that. I remember that. Um, I remember that. What you, you 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 touched on it earlier when um when we started performing and they tried to ban us because they thought we was professional. I remember. 
I remember yeah. Bronx was like the spokesman. He was, you know what I mean, up there when we went to go see the um the general manager over at the base when we went over to, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he was he explained it to him like, look, we came in there, we all had green cards, you know what I mean? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, God forbid him and him and them, you know what I'm saying, Bob Drake get together, they trying to fight. Yeah. Two shortest, two shortest dudes in Andromeda. They yeah. trying to fight somebody. They go in the club. Oh, yeah. Go in the club fight. Bronx and them and, and, and Drake. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right up in the club. <laughs> No, man, I don't know what it was, man. I was just, I don't know what it was. I don't know what the pistol started. I don't know what the hell going on with me. I think I was um, got you know, terrorized or something. <laughs> I was man, man. But the thing I always respected about Bronx, and I tell people, I like, I, I seen Bronx going, <laughs> run up on a big old <laughs> six foot, 200 pound dude. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I remember that time we was at, we was, I was at the field, at the football field or something like yeah. that. And that dude said something. I said, this big old dude, like 200 something, you know what I'm saying, pal. Rock ran up on that dude, like, what? What you said? What? I'm like, what the hell yeah. is wrong with this little dude? <laughs> this dude, yeah, I remember this that. little dude gonna do like this. Man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, but you know what? I remember that, though. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I, 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 hey, I had respect for him that day because I like that can't walk up there. I was like, he was like fearless. I was like, this dude gonna pound your head in the crowd. <laughs> but he was like, what? What's that? I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I see you. I see you, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I saw that man. He come out real quick. I was like, all right. Yeah. That's why that day, you know, what I'm saying? I always tell him about that one time we sit at the table. And the one dude would get slick with him at the table for 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 uh, Mark in Marquette, California. Yeah, and we yeah. were just sitting there like I said, any minute, Bronx gonna punch this cat in his face. <laughs> any minute, it's gonna happen. Man, any second I now, going, I, realizing, man. I said, any second now, Bronx gonna punch this cat. I don't know when it's gonna be. Well, I, I, me, yeah. I, me and T were like moving our chair back, like, yo, let me move. Cause any second. Bro, I, 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 I remember game. that. I remember that. Hey, you, you know what? I think we asked you, like, after, like, what the hell, bro? What the hell? That dude was just talking. He was getting pretty slick. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, yeah. I was wrong. Who was wrong? He was saying yeah, all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff. You yeah. know what? It's crazy because. By that time, my mind was so much in the business. I understood people like like him. It wasn't like he was a threat or nothing. It's just the fact that it was just right. people like that, man. And, and you know, I seen so much that it's more like when you start seeing in the music industry, you start seeing all the little different things. You start understanding people's character, you know, and just like, oh, what well, it is, what it is, you know. Me and Bron, me and that, that, that like, like, and stuff. We have to smash somebody today. We be a team. We just putting out there. We put our chair back, like. Oh, this dude here for the, he finna get it. He finna get it. I, I, I knew it was coming. I, I remember that. I remember that like a tear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was getting slick with it. Well, he, he, was, he was really saying some some very disrespectful type things. I was like, man, I, I don't know how Brock's sitting here taking this this dude. You know what I'm saying? What 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 is this? Yeah, it was it was, it was the new Bronx. It was like, man, you know what? It is what it is. Fuck it. <laughs> it, definitely was, it definitely was a new Bronx, boy. Because me and T yeah. there. I'm telling you. We had to have move our chair back a couple times, but I, you see T shaking his head because we were just sitting there like, we know, we, I knew the smash was coming. I was like, man, he could have beat him. And me and T going to have to, had to jump in here. Everybody <laughs> had to go stop I don't know who would be now. the one that we had to get yeah. next, but. I think, you know what I mean? That was the growth, though. That was, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was growth. Kind of hammered. shocked me that day. I'm like, damn. He really did. It was like, it was completely 180 from Korea. I'm not saying that. My dude, I used to supervise. 
remember the dude said something he went downstairs oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah i remember that i was like bro i said i had to go downstairs hey man y'all y'all kind of god bless the dead you know what i'm saying yeah you know I mean? he, he, he committed suicide man so oh, god bless man. the dead <laughs> hey, hey man matt bringing up stuff like this that off the chain dog i this episode is brought to you in part by premier element uae Go to PremierElement.com and get that representation that you need today. You need a copyright? Go there. You need someone to represent you while you're getting your career off the ground? Go there. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. They take care of you there. Remember, it's PremierElement.com. He went downstairs, so now we got to go down there and be like, yeah, man, y'all, you know, calm down. Calm down, shut I remember down. what he said. Okay, that's why. I remember, I remember what he said. I remember what he said. Yeah. He came I think the thing is, the, the thing is, we was in Lyrics Room, and he, he, he wanted to be a part of Bronx, and, you know, Bronx was kind of like, you know, the, the, the unspoken manager at that time. And Bronx told, you You pretty much told him, like, you know, you got to work on your singing, you know, your, your rapping. I can't remember what he was singing or rapping or whatever. I can't remember. And, and Bronx had, to, basically, Bronx told him what everybody else was thinking. And he stood there and he said, you're whack. And then he left out. He left out. He walked out. And before you know it, before you know it, Bronx was on it. He was on his ass, man. Went down that Bronx was on his ass. You know what I mean? And usually, and usually I'm the one that's quit. I'm the one that's quit like that. Bronx beat me. I was like, I was like, man, let me go see. Man, Bronx was on it. Man, he walked out there. Hey, like, look. Like, what you said? What? Look, like, look Bronx, by the time, by the time we got down, I remember. By the time, we, I don't know who went down there with me. By the time we got down there, Bronx had that cat almost locked up in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? I said, I supervised this dude. What you trying to do? I'm like, calm down. Hey, look. Hey, that cat uh, said, he, and he pointed, the thing is, he pointed at Bronx. He said, yeah, you're yeah, right. He did. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That cat went right out of stairs. He said, no, nah, look. Yo, he let it go. That's crazy. That, that, that kind of stuff, you know, I, you gain respect for somebody. Like, okay, I respect this man. I know, you know, I know if something happened, then he gonna have. That's why me and T was sitting there that day, like, oh, I think Bronx will swing on this dude. So we better just oh, grip ourselves and get ready for this fight. It's about to go down. But and when you I did, knew that. You know the like, thing was, I kind of, I kind of knew that before that even happened. Before, before that even happened, I kind of knew that. I kind of knew that when we was at the um. We was at the football field. We were playing football. I don't know if you remember. We was at the football and we was all playing. Pat, you weren't playing. We was out there playing. And um, that's why I met Tasha. Dark skin oh, Tasha. That's why I met Tasha. So, you know, I was, you know, I was talking to Tasha and I saw Bronx run up on that dude. And I didn't know Bronx. I didn't, yeah. I saw Bronx run up on that dude. It's like, you know what I mean? Looking at him and it's, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like that lion just looking at him, and I and I and I told Tasha, I said that dude got heart. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> he said, and she was like, "What is he?" I said, "Don't hey, even I, mind." I said, respect, you know I, said I said, that dude right there, he knows something. 
He knows something. Said, you, know know something. Saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I said, you don't do that unless you know that, something. That was why I bring up that story because it was so shocking. Because we were just yeah. sitting there like, this cat is going to get his ass whooped. And I know me and, me and T just like, man, let's get out. Let's just sit here. We just look at each other like, oh, this, this is not going to be good. I never thought that in my mind. I never thought that in my mind because I know being from Chicago, it's like, you know, coming up where I'm from, it's like you knew how to handle yourself, but you didn't go out starting nothing. You didn't you didn't, you didn't start nothing. So it was like if you saw somebody come off like that, it's something that I never forgot from going back to the crib. I, I, I don't usually say nothing to people, but if I go like that, it's like, oh, you know what I mean? That's kind of like what I saw from Bronson. I told I told Tasha, I said, that cat got hard. And yeah. she was like, he ain't gonna, I said, she was like, he, he that dude, man. I said, uh, no, no, yeah. no. I well, said, I'll say, no. I never, I never worried <laughs> about that, I was like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. First day, I like this cat, you know. I think even yeah. with the recruiter's assistance, I think I, I, you know, but we just cut different in Miami, man. We just cut some kind of weight, you know what I mean? Shot, yeah. We don't shot, let shot, that shot, go. Man. It ain't too much talking, you know what I'm saying? Nah, man. Yeah. It just, that kind of, that, nah, go ahead, Bronx. No, I'm going to say, go. Nah, just like I say, Miami is shot, man. I mean, I think, man, you know, I grew up, my dad always taught me, man, you know, never be scared of anything, you know. And I was the youngest out of everybody too, growing up in Miami. You know, I grew up in Brown Sub, and Brown Sub, I moved to Little Haiti. From Little Haiti, I moved to North Miami. So I, I, I was able to maybe experience every project that you think about in different culture, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, moving from Liberty City, Brown Sub area, you know what I'm saying? Where strictly everybody can get everything, just the festive coat. Then you move down to Little Haiti, where you got people you know, really coming off on the boats, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it struggled really coming off hard. You seeing how that little rough in North Miami, it was considered like, you know, like how, how Liberty City, people leave Liberty City to go to Carroll City, it was more like, okay, the parents made it a little bit, but we still, we still struggled. So I was able to see a lot of stuff and I just knew to stand tall. You know, even when I was younger, I used to box over there in Old Town. And then we used to box in the streets too. So I just like, you know what, man? If I'ma lose, I'ma lose. But at the end of the day, you're not gonna never come and just try me. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't never think I was gonna win, but I guaranteed I was gonna make sure that you know that when you do see me, you're gonna see me again. And you may see me again and again. And that that is what I stood by. And it's just basically, you know, I don't start trouble. I like I love life. I'm, not, I'm definitely gonna defend myself. I feel that you're gonna, you know, try me. I respected right. that. That's why I was like, that's why, that's why it is what it is, man. That's why, you know, we all, because I understood that. I understood that. That's how I came. You know, I grew up the same way. So I understood that, you know, we from different parts of Miami, from North Miami. I'm from Carroll City, you know what I mean? But we knew, you know, and, you know, I, I grew up down in Liberty City, grew up in Liberty City a little bit. My mama named everybody from Overtown. Yeah, I'm sure his mama named from Overtown too. So, you know, we it's it just a mentality in it. How we, so I knew that's why we clicked. We always clicked and we never had no, no it was always a click real quick because I already knew what it was. And it was rare to find somebody from Miami who kind of grew up like I grew up and was like me, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. And so that's why I was just, it was just like that, you know what I mean? And so you took away my question. That was going to be my question. What was it like growing up in Miami? But guess what? You all have broken down the sub. My sister lived in the sub, the Quetta. You know, and she's she in Atlanta now. So everybody make them doggone, you know, those, those trips. She took her kids up out the sub. She's like, I'm out of here. So yeah, my yeah, sister yeah. lived in the subs for a long time, man. So I'm very familiar with Brown Sub Project. Yeah. Trust me. 
That's a lot of my projects, Scott projects, you know what I'm saying? You name it. <laughs> I, I walked Lincoln Field, I walked them as a kid, trust me. But anyway, anyway. So yeah. that was gonna be my question. So I'm gonna skip that and I'm gonna go to the next question, then I'm gonna get it. Cause I would tell the teacher, like, man, we got all these questions. I told him, I say some of them we gonna ask, and some of them he gonna answer. And he just go to the next question. It, it go quick like that, you know what I'm saying? I say, so uh the next question is one thing everybody says about working with you is if you don't have money and your money not right don't waste your time with Bronx is that true why, oh, why damn that's messed up you, know what I'm I, I, you said you want to come on this podcast you said no I got you I got you I told you I say everybody matter of fact I was, I was shooting a video today the same thing such came up by Bronx Man, that cat Bronx, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what he be said. You know what I'm saying? And you start telling me about a week or so ago, you start yeah. telling me, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? That's, I don't know what they talk about. This what it, you start breaking it down. I said, hold it, hold it, hold it. Don't say nothing else. Come on the podcast and you can say what you want to say. You know, I told you what, 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 kind of what I heard through what, what Mark, what Mark said. You know, Mark, uh, MRK socks, what he said. You know what I'm saying? Well, it was heard through the grapevine, and, and, and what it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that's the rumor, that's the thought behind oh, no, no. you. So this is why I say, come on here, say what you gotta say. And, and oh, yeah, I said, why or why not? That's not true. Um, is it true? It's it's true to an extent. So let me let me break it down. I always say, you know, I'm gonna go a little bit more deeper, a little bit. Um. We grew up as black as black people understanding tangible things, money. We didn't really value what we really have, which is our mind and what God gave us on this earth for. So I look at it as I want people to value what I do. And I think sometimes when, when, when you're close to people, I, don't, I, I think that sometimes we think we owe each other something. So it's not like, I. I they gotta have your money right. I like people to have their values right with me. So, you know, it's like you coming into my house and I say, you know what? Everything in the refrigerator, help yourself, help yourself when you do. But just replenish it. You know, just bring it, bring something back to the table. You know, make sure you have some food left. And sometimes I think uh, we take for granted <clears throat> that this music business is a lot of work. Um, and I work and I work hard for my relationships, you know, my connects. Um, and I spent a lot of money too, so I, I'm, and I'm gonna share something. I never forget this story, and I wanna share this with y'all. I um, block, block my homeboy, big block. Y'all look him up, he's the reason Ross got his deals and everything like that. That's my boy, I talked to him every other day. And I never forget, I said, man, you know what? I wanna learn what you and Puffy learn, you know what I'm saying? And he said, I never get what he said. He said, bro, he said, you family. So a family, I charge 10 grand. Everybody else, 50 to 100. So I never get. I called my, my wife and I said, "Hey, I got thirty five hundred sitting on my, my on that table on my side. Bring that to me." And I brought it. And she brought it to me. And I put it in. I said, "Here go thirty five. We've been rocking ever since. It, it's 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 not it's not about because it's about. Do you really say I, I'm I'm going to be there for you? Because I'm there for people, but I don't think people be there for me sometimes. So I just like you know what? Let me just put my price on it. That way, my time is is, is taken care of." I don't worry about it because I'm not about money, I'm about time. If I got to take this up some more time to stop my energy 
to help somebody else, then I need to make sure that it makes sense. Cause this is my business, you know, it's not like, I, I, you know, I don't have a, my nine to five is my business. You know, thank God blesses. It'd be three years that I have my office right here in a technology building. So it's, it's not about, it's, it's about money. It's really just having your priorities straight when, when it comes to me. I'm willing to work with anybody and I'm willing to make sure that it makes sense, you know, to where that it's a win-win. Cause as y'all know, music could come and go. And you may, you know how it is. One day somebody might like, man, I don't want to do this no more. Be like, God, damn, I just wasted all this time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the question is, yes, it's true, but it's not like, it's it's not like, okay, you can't come and holler at me. Like we family, we can come sit down and we can really structure this. We can really put things correctly and it, and it can show and then we can move from there. So. I hope, I hope that helped. So I ain't no, I ain't no money hungry trying to get money off everybody. Hell no, nah, ain't like that. I just want to that. Team. I feel like you, you, got, you something you want to add in there. You want to add to? Um, no, Mm-mm. no, I was just listening to him. Yeah. Did I? Did, I mean, was that? Did I answer your I mean, question? You, you, you did. I, I mean, I think you know. I think a lot of people, you know, like I said, when you talked like a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about it, and you were just mainly like, you know, um. Everybody had nine to five. We ain't had no nine to five. So that's why you was kind of feeling. And I told you, I kind of understood to a certain extent because I know, like I said, I'm from here, so I understand what kind of how things are, man. I understand. And that, and that, that's your job. That's what you got to do. And, 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 and nobody should have never asked them nothing for free anyway. I don't know. Sometimes I think the numbers you was throwing out was kind of outrageous. But, but, but we ain't had no money. Like, you know what I'm saying? T-Sit, you know what I'm saying? You, know you was throwing out like 15 grand. Like who the hell got that to do? You know what I'm hey, that was it. Hey, all y'all had to do is say, "Hey, Bronx, this is what I got." <laughs> like, who the hell got money hey. like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I guess we won't be getting no marketing this time around." <laughs> I guess we won't be hey, doing hey, that. Hey, check it, y'all. Everything changed like, back then. Hey, that's like that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, man, they're gonna cost you about $15. Now let's go ahead. I'm like, me and T, like, who got that? That's another loan. You know what I'm saying? You hey, know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, guess what? Hey, time changed. You wanna say something? No, I'm gonna ask you. You know damn well you was thinking the same thing. You like, how much money this came Hey, my bad, dog. No, you hey. tripping. I'm like, this dude. So we was like, nah. <laughs> I guess you want me working with Bronx. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, but look it. Hey, hey, but check it, check it. Hey, everything changed now, so y'all can, we, we can work, we can work, man, hey, we can work. I said, man, said that D-Focus came on here. When he came on here, when Mark came on here, I said, look, bro, you remember the time you tried to make me and T be a damn, your street team? He was looking like, I don't remember. <laughs> I said, well, let me remind you. <laughs> hey, Pat got good memory. That boy be picking up everything. That kid was like, you know what I'm saying? I told T, I said, nah, nah, you can't go on this show. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna talk about that. <laughs> hold up, <laughs> hold up, hold up. This, this, this black. Right there. That what Black said right there. What's that? He so said, I heard it cost a minimum. He said, I heard it cost a minimum of 50 or 150 50K yeah. to break the artist. So that what you were trying to do to us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, what I was now he's correct. Now, but let me say this. It's not like 150,000 right then and there. Just think about it, fellas. If you really do the math, y'all probably put out two hundred thousand or better alone. You know what I'm saying? It's about the structure. That's the biggest thing because it, it's a process, you know what I'm saying? You got to first, you know, come up with the sound, make sure everything right, fill out the project. Then from there, you got to get the content, you got to get the marketing, you got to put a lot of stuff into place. So when they say that now, 
that's if you don't know nobody. The good thing is, is a lot. I cut corners on everything because not cut corners. Let me say that there's no middleman when it comes to my way because I already cut out all the middleman stuff. So it's a, you know it's a different type of aspect, but he, he is right on that. It is between about a hundred to hundred fifty thousand if it's done correctly. Because yeah. my whole thing is this, and this is what I'm saying on here. You hear me say on this loop, and I said it to you in front of you right there. I'm saying in front of the TV. I like so you got. It. That feeling, all these fractions now that you was that he, he, he popped out. You know what His connection must have. I told me he had old jacked up connection. Hmm. I'll wait till he come back. I think it's going pretty good thus far. But you see what I was telling you about the questions? Yeah. Right. They cut, you know, he already answered some of them, so now they get short. That's you what's know. up. Um, he go, there you go. He popped back. So let me let him back in. How many more you got left? Yeah, my bad. I ain't my got many. Oh, come But like I was saying, you know what I mean. Uh, I don't, don't want to lose my train of thought while I'm, while I'm thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, damn, what was I thinking? <laughs> what was I going? <laughs> I'm trying to think what I'm gonna say. Nah, you were talking about the money. You were talking uh, about the. Uh, you were talking about the money. I think. Yeah. Um. Damn. Oh, I had a good one. I was gonna say you popped out of there, man. Damn. I hate when that happened. When I lose. I call it the old man memory. I come on here and had an old man memory. Moments, I'm like, man, where the hell my memory just went? That was a good question too. Now nah, I can't think of what the hell it was. Um, damn. Um. Oh uh, damn. Um. When it, you know, um. Damn, I right on tip of my tongue. I think that. I think that. Like, I think what you know. What I'm saying. I think that. You know, you got you got to spend money to make money. You know, I, I agree with that. So I, I'm not. I'm not gonna ever not not nobody you know what they do you know so I, I know I know what I know what it was that's why I, I wasn't really mad I never was kind of fitted by none of that stuff because I knew that you had to you know you got to eat everybody got to eat everybody got to do what they wanted they got to do I just knew that hell we you know we couldn't I know we, we wasn't gonna probably be able to afford that 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 price and like I say that you know but that but that's the myth about Bronx everybody when they, when they talk about working with Bronx first thing everybody always say it's like, yo, that money. You gotta have that money right. You ain't had that money right. And, and I mean, it, it ain't just me. It, it was stuff that been said. It's like, it's like the going legend. Like a, a, a Bronx, you know what I'm saying? People want to work. Oh, I know the world. Say it is. So it don't make sense to me. And, and this is what it's about. So you got that feeling over here. You got Mark M uh, um, MRK and Mark Sox. So you got Black right there. You know what I'm saying? Black in here talking. Black in here watching. You got him. You got Iron Drummond over here. And you got Bronx in the middle. Who knows something? Everybody's struggling because they don't have no marketing. They don't have to do no marketing. Me and T suck at marketing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they suck at marketing. I can tell you right now. The only person got some kind of idea of what's going on a little bit at it is it's doggone, it's, it's Mark. It's Mark. He doing his thing. He, he, but he done invested in, in cameras and things like that. And, and so he knows how to do certain things. So it never made sense to me that all this talent ain't nobody working together. Ain't nobody even thought about, hey man, we could make something out of, out of nothing. Like you said earlier, we not young dudes. We ain't got nothing to do with, with these with these young cats. You know what I'm saying? I understand they out there making their music, but there's a market for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's just not knowing how to get to that market. I think most artists fail because they don't know how to market themselves. They don't know how to Absolutely. do certain things. We don't know how, to, I'm not me, I'm not good at it. T is not good at it. You know, I don't have time. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I have a job. This man got a job. We don't have time to sit on Twitter all day and tweet. We just don't have time. 
in a day yeah. sit there and, and, and on Instagram all day long and let everybody watch me in his life. And that's the only way really to make it in the yeah. So you need to know marketing. You're black right here, what he say? Truth. <laughs> so you know, so so let me piggyback off that. Well first I wanna say, man, you know, um I always say things could have been handled a lot better on my end. Cause I always say, you know, the structure and pitch could have been a lot better. So, you know, that to say, um, I'm definitely looking to sit with everybody and really structure it correctly where it all makes sense. To get the ad-free version of this show, what you need to do is go to the Patreon. That's right, we are on Patreon. www.patreon.com slash Podcast. And if you join our $10 group, you will be entered into exclusive drawings quarterly that includes cash prizes, gift certificates, and we have game nights that you will be a part of for prizes and certificates as well. So remember, go to Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Enjoy the rest of the show. I did was just to test you know like I'm um, what I'm work what I'm working on now is I created a, a, a app a mobile app called market yourself and with market yourself it's going to allow artists to be able to manage market and monetize their intellectual property so I created a security blanket so you know how you know how back then the, the songs get leaked or you're trying to protect your intellectual property might take it where I solved that problem. Also, you'll be able to be educated and go through steps on how to break a record. So I've been working on it for about almost two years now, man. I put a lot of money into it. Um, getting ready to launch it in September. Um, this right here is going to definitely um, be in the, be in the, um, it's going to be a game changer. And this is going to be able to help artists do that. And all I did, the first thing I do, I say I want to protect intellectual property. So you'll be able to go in, load all your music, your music be protected. You don't even have to worry about going to BMI or, or copyright, but you copyright everything there. Then from there, we, you know, we help set up your brand. If you need management, we can have management. If not, you just want to market. We're going to have an automated system where you can go ahead and market yourself with no problem. And then you're going to be able to monetize. Monetizing from where the streaming, the likes, uh, you're going to be able to do things to NFT, from NFT to cryptocurrency. Also, the main thing we're going to be doing, we're going to be funding artists. So if an artist needs funding, they'll be able to go through the project. Now, now, all of them are not going to be, it's going to be selective, but they'll be, all of them get a chance to get looked at because I just partnered with a fintech bank. So that's what I got going on right now. What I did was I, I really revamped a lot of things that I did, I, and I really invested in opening my own marketing and technology company. So it's called Market Yourself. My company is called Market Yourself. And this, this what I've created is definitely, um, you know, it's getting ready to change the game, man. Like, I, I can say, man, I learned a lot. I grew spiritually uh, and, and straight to where that God got us back at the right time because I'm more I'm more stronger, I'm more structured, I'm more mindset-wide to actually put things in a perspective, you know, I, um, and just to sit up here and talk to my, my brothers, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it's big, you know, like I say, I, you know, when you leave and you know, you leave and you go, you know, I came back home when I left the military, it's still wild. My, my mind wasn't really where it's at. I was just all about just getting um, And I, I learned a lot during that time, man. I learned a lot. Um, I seen a lot. 
I lost a lot. I'm gonna tell you like this. I lost money too. I lost lost people. I lost a lot of things. Um, friendships and then look at us. You know, our friendships separated. But um, what I've done today, man, I really believe that you know, if it's done correctly and we come in correctly as teamwork, I really believe that we can finish. We can finish the company because I do have it. Though. I'm not gonna lie. I do have. I do have it. I worked hard for it. Um, I did a lot to get where I'm at. So. We, we definitely got some things now that we can really, y'all got options. Let me put it that way. Bronx now got options. <laughs> so you ain't got to have to bag on bag, so we got options. And <laughs> hey, Black asking, he like, man, what he say? He say, he say, what's the name of the app again? The app is called Market Yourself. Um, and, we, and you're going to see it on, well, it's not in stores right now because it's in pre-beta. I'm, I don't want to release it to everybody, but it's called Market Yourself. And it's going to say Market Yourself. M, it was say, it's going to say MU, Market Yourself. So I'll send y'all a little clip on it so y'all can see some of the taste of it and stuff like that. But I'm actually, it'll be in stores probably mid-August, but I'm gonna launch it in September. But y'all can start seeing a little taste coming up real soon. I'm gonna have it on cable TV, gonna be on billboards and everything. Cause you know, I've been really talking, you know, and working with a couple of people. <clears throat> so that, that, what you talking about, this is the second time today, so it must be something, something on it. The second time today I heard about NFTs. But I went across that bridge today, that was some yeah. of the conversation. So I'm gonna send it. Let's talk about that cryptocurrency. The third yeah. time, it's the third time this year I've heard about it. I've heard my because Rich, Rich into it, Rich deep into yeah. this, this stuff, man. He be sitting there trying to talk to me. He when he was here, he was showing me money. He done made that cat have made like ten, ten, fifteen thousand dollars just sitting there on that damn cryptocurrency. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just just remember, it's just another form of currency. Um, it's, it's a way that you can make different type of money. Like it's just like. Me and you can come up with something, and, 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 and T got something. It's like trading gold, trading silver. It's another mm -hmm. form of, of, uh, of exchanging currency. Then you got NFT, non-tangible, non-fundable, tangible. I'm sorry, non-tangible tokens. So you got those type of things where we could take it, create your little stuff, and sell it to your other people. So it's all about community. That's all it is. It's all about communities. So we oh, have yeah. situations where where everybody like can get off. You know, you stick around. T, we talk a little bit about what I, what happened today and what, what the conversation was today. And I you know, gave his whole his, his portfolio and all this good stuff. He, this dude is nonprofit. So we can talk about that later. And that's gonna tie into some other stuff. Oh, uh, Black said. Black said NFT is the future. I got a question. Go ahead. When you was talking about, when you were talking about the whole one thing, you it's kind of going off. It's kind of going off. It's kind of follow up from what you was talking about. Some of the things that you were doing, you said something about with the. You said that with the art. I guess when the artists come on, that y'all provide something in which y'all protect the intellectual property. And you said you don't have to go through BMI, ASCAP, and all of that. What kind of, what exactly is that? What do you guys have in which you protect a property in which they don't have to get that publishing? Well, that's still get the publishing, but what happened is we created a tool that enables to you to automatically, like I call it pre-copyright. You already got it secure before you even send it to anywhere else. So you load it through the, our platform. I mean, you put all your information there. I don't, I don't know if you heard something called Tool Registry. Um, they're like, well, you can load up all your information. So basically, you're able to load up all your information. I'm talking my writer, producer, how many, all this stuff, right in there is secure. 
what happened was we made a, a, a actual deal with uh we connected to the back end of BMI, all the different uh all the different publishing companies to actually give you that ability to do that without leaving the actual platform. So it's a community that's pure all communities. So if Pat say, hey, hey T, I'm gonna send some music and then don't send it to nobody else. If T send it to somebody else, they'll automatically take a book and, and basically wipe it out. So you wanna be able to send it. Cause you're basically Pat, you'll have the authority on how you wanna send it, when you wanna send it, how long you wanna listen to, where you wanna take it. And what it does is it helps studios. I mean, I protect videos, all type of content, documents. Yeah, your boy say you heard the tune registry. So if you heard the tune registry, we have the same capability of tune registry. We're gonna have the same functionality as OnlyFans. Uh, we got the same functionality as Patreon. Um, but the great thing about it is you're gonna be able to go there and you could just get there to get protected and do whatever you wanna do. You can go whatever you want, or you can go all the way and get distributed because we're gonna have distribution. We're going to have radio, you're going to be able to have podcast distribution, audio live stream and and video streaming. So it's, a, it's, it's going to be a collective things to where that it's a business in the box for artists, whether you're independent. So you can be seeing or discovered or if you are label a management to where you're able to manage, mar manage market and monetize the situation. Oh, OK. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So uh, but before we got a couple more questions, you know, say so we're gonna wrap it up. We got a couple more, but uh, um, I want to go back and um, and tell people what your tell them what your AFSC is. So you that you know I get that on here. We done had one Charlie Five. We done have three seven uh, 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 um, seven um, uh, five uh, ones on here. You know we have five fighters. So what's your AFSC? Oh, I was I was a three eight. Information okay. manager, yeah, yeah. I want to double back because we didn't get that, so I want to make sure people know what your, what your, you know, your. I, I knew it was information manager, and that's probably why you know you're talking like you're talking. So I always got these brainiacs on here. So even though he's from Miami, a lot of times you think Captain Thuggin or whatever it is, he was information manager, and then you got this man here, one Charlie Five straight from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only dummy on here because I'm the five. It's crazy, but my first three years, my first three years in the military, though, I was a, I was security forces. It's crazy because I got, I went in for admin, but they had me working the cop, and I was a cop for the first two. Oh years. yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, they tried so. to get me. No, you, they got you. They tried to get me like that, man. No, they tried to get me like, yeah, man, you want to be a boss? Ain't no, we'll be police in Miami. No. <laughs> no, 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 I went in, no, I went as an admin in the security police squadron and they moved me to a cop, all my tea and all, and I, I ain't up standing up nowhere. Um, <laughs> that damn gate, check it out. They pimped me, they pimped me hard, boy. Yeah, right, that sounds like, that that sound like the okie doke right there. <laughs> hey, so T, you got the next question, man. We're gonna keep it rolling. You got the next question up there because you remember where we, oh. where we was. I just asked it. I just asked the question. That was a follow up. Okay. Um, I, I, the, I asked um, it. I said, "What? So, what? What okay. artists? When you work with people, man, what's your expectation when working with artists or athletes? They gotta want it more than me. They gotta want it more than me. You know, and they kind of understand that nobody owes no owe them nothing. They owe themselves some. You know." Our goal is just to open up certain other doors for them, but they just got they got to want it more than me, man. That's that's the only thing I can say. They got to want it more than me. Yeah, 
him. The black, the black hat that is black was talking about at the gate. I see what you wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the gate, young man. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you gotta have expectations when you're dealing with people, man. A lot of times people go in and they have, they, they, you know, I think, I think sometimes being in the music business is like marriage, man. You know what I'm saying? You be thinking everybody coming with different expectations. So you got, you know, you, there's two sides to every story somewhere in the truth, in the middle of the truth. Everybody thinking it's gonna be this way or that way when you come into a relationship and it's not. So you gotta set the expectations early or people gonna be just thinking and doing whatever they, they want to do, you know what I mean? So that's why I asked that question. But I know you got some expectations for dudes that, you know, that you work with, you know? So that, that makes sense. But all right, T, you got the next question. Okay, because I, I know you kind of, he kind of touched on a lot of things that he's working on. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, yeah, you can probably that question. Yeah, I'm kind of now down, now down on that question. Um, okay, what are the, what are the two primary projects that you're working on right now, or artists? <clears throat> well, um, right now I'm, I'm currently working on the app. Um, Artists, I'm working with one of the artists out of Miami, Blaze Carter. We got a single with with uh with Ross called Let Us Live. But I'm really focused right now on on the app, making sure I get that up and going, and and, and, it, and really tap in because I'm everything else going to tie in. So for example, I could tie back in Purgatory, I could tie back in Andromeda, um, I could tie, I could bring everybody into this. You know, this app right here, it's gonna uh, it's gonna change the game a little bit, fellas. You know, you know, not, 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 it's going to be like, how can I put it? Um, I'm going to have that Jay-Z movement, that moment, you know what I'm saying? Um, Kanye situation. I'm in a good, I'm in a good space to do something special. Hmm. Okay. All right. Good. Um, so my the next question is, um, what are the two fundamental reasons that you, 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 you chosen to engage? In the, in the music industry. Man, I'm telling you, start back with y'all, Andromeda and Purgatory and all, you know, y'all forced me into it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, okay. That yeah. makes sense. I yep. You up next. All right. Um, what's some of the lessons learned? What's some of the lessons you learned in the military and what advice would you would you give someone about joining in this day and age, in this time, 2021? Lessons I learned, man. Teamwork. Lesson I learned really knowing how to survive. Thinking quick. You know, really understanding what family really is, man. It ain't always blood. You know, how people really look out for you. Would I tell anybody to join today? I mean, yes. I mean, I'll tell somebody this. If you ain't got nothing to do and you can't make up your mind, yeah. My son finna be an officer in the United States Air Force, you know. Um, you know, I, I can say, you know, I can say, man, you know, seeing where I came from and where I'm at now and how I even got into the military, um, it's special for me, man, because you know, I don't, you know, I look at it like the, the friends who I had that was close to me that when I was growing up, you know, they either dead now or doing life in prison or, or at least some plus years. You've been on the sand. Yeah. 
you know, and, and the ones who are out now, yeah, they out, but they did a lot of time. So it, 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 it's, it helped me out a lot, man. I ain't gonna even shoot code. It helped me out. It helped me out a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Pretty, pretty good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I like that one, man. I, I, every time I ask that question a lot, man, this time he asked this spot, you know, we trading off. I ask that question a lot on him, man. I love the answers I be getting people when, I, when they say that. And so, you know, my, ne my next question is, you know, the next couple probably going to be, you know, a little Miami century, you know what I'm saying? But I got to ask them because you know, I, I think it's helpful to these Miami boys. And, and then, you know, and then plus we just, it is us, you know what I mean? So, uh, what do you think about the young Jits? I say Jits. <laughs> in Miami killing each other, you know, over over nonsense. All this killing they got going on in Miami. I know you be hearing about them. You know, every time I come home, somebody else done got it. It was bad when we was coming up, but now they killing each other over block. You know, on this block, you shoot your, you know, say over this crazy stuff. So, what you think about that? I mean, I think about it. It's it's, it's no. Um, I mean, a lot of the kids don't got options. You know, a lot of people. Um, and then you think about a TV, got everybody pulling out guns, thinking it's just, it's okay just to kill. You know, people don't have the respect for life. It's, it's, it's jacked up. You know, I, I feel that, it, can it be hope? Like, I was crazy, because I was just down in Miami um, a couple of months ago, and I was with, um, we sat with um, Terry, that owns um, Right Fuller Home. And we was talking with them about some things, and basically let them know, you know, you gotta give these kids options. You know, I, I mean, I. I don't tell a kid, but you can't do this, you can't do that. I, I tell him, man, man, look, I got some other options for you. Like, you can't tell a dude, hey, man, stop selling drugs if you ain't got no option for him to change. You know, um, it's a sad case, man, but the only thing they got on TV is negativity. So what you think they're going to do? It's a dark cloud over there in, in, in the city. You know, these, these kids walk around, they, they, they don't care because what, how can you care for something when you don't know, you don't know what to care? You don't even know what care is. You know what I'm saying? And then I blame a lot of us. And, I, and I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, it ain't all our fault, but, you know, that's why I go back home now. That's why I do. Like, when I'm in Atlanta, I go around in the hoods. I talk to these young boys. I let them know, you know, just with it because I was able to leave. And I was put in a situation, even leaving, you know, thinking like, you know, they looking at me like I'm different, you know, not knowing I was like them. So it, it's, it's sad. But if we, as the young, older generation, don't take some of these guys on our wings, it's gonna get worse. You know, it's gonna get worse. I'm, I'm on the same thing, man. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you good. I hear you. So yeah, man. You know, I be on the same thing when I come. T gonna probably pop back in here. Okay, okay. I'm on the same thing, man. When I when I'm when I'm home, when I come home to the crib, man, I be thinking the same thing. I be like trying to talk to people and you know, just trying to you know steer people in the right direction, man. Because you're right, you know, man. you know, it was bad we was coming up, but now it's, it's even worse. And, you know, if you ain't really got nothing, yeah, it turn it turned into this thing where you know, well, you just gotta go for what you know, you know, what I mean, and do what you have to do. You know, we just had options, me and you. We was able to, you know, luckily be able to get to the Air Force and spend out you know, a couple of years in the Air Force, but it could have went the same way from us. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I, hey, absolutely. Easily I mean, you think about us, it, bro. I, I could easily be yeah. dead right now, easily. Yo. Yo, I mean, think about it, man. I had a felony charge, bro. They ain't supposed to let me into the Air Force. Yeah, I so, know. 
I put it go. I put it go to the army. Or, or the Marines, so you feel me? So you know, I already knew. Huh? Yeah, you feel me? So you know, I know, I know, I know. You know? Yeah. T dropped out. I guess he, you know, I, I dropped out. He'll probably come back in a minute. So I'm gonna go keep rolling and ask the rest of the questions. But some of them is is is, is um is, is Miami centric anyway. So you know, it is what it is. So the All next right. question is. You know, it, it, I do a little thing called an artist corner, and I try to give some advice about you know about whatever topic. I think the last time around I talked about uh, music, uh, dolls, or music, uh, music production equipment. Then the time before that, I talked about something else. You know, I try to go. I've been trying to you know, I always try to hit some topic that I think is good for you know for for people that's listening that that want to be in the music business stuff. So the question I had was kind of what is a manager? You want you know. You want to answer that? What, what, what is a manager? An artist what manager. is a manager? An artist manager? An artist manager. Well, first let me say, an artist should not be looking for a manager until they actually have someone. A manager literally open up doors, not pay the bills, not put out all the money, not do all that. Their the job is to one put put you in a better situation, organize, manage your situation and basically get you through doors that you can't get in yourself. Yeah, yeah, I think the same thing. They got different type of managers. This type of managers, yeah, you do. Some is, is, you uh, got role some. managers, you got yeah. business managers, you got manager managers. So it is a lot of different, it is a lot of different characters, different situations. Yeah. That's what yeah. artists need to understand. Yeah, I just had a manager, she didn't last long, man. You know what I'm saying? She was on something else. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, that was that. So these last couple of questions, man, is all Miami based. And I'm just gonna it's like question and answer real quick. Yes, no, whatever kind of answer, they kind of real quick. Oh, T back. Hold up, we'll bring him back in. So yeah, I asked I just asked him the one question. Now you can ask him the very last question. I'm gonna ask him these Miami centric questions real quick and get his answer on these. And then you know, we oh, end it up with you can ask him the last couple, and we'll we, we, we wrap it up. So these are all Miami-based questions. So, best Miami hip hop artists. <laughs> um, how you how you base that? You base it on the financial or just general? Because if you say best, I mean you know I mean I mean you know I gotta I mean I love my trick daddy man you know I mean I can't you know I gotta give a shout out you know Ross. I mean at the end of the day man I'm still get my boys and boys and clan. If you say money wise. You know you what I was gonna say. <laughs> if you say money wise, you gotta give it a Ross. If you yeah. say man straight street, but made it commercial, I'm gonna say Trick Daddy. But who made it gangster? Poison Clan. Poison Clan. Hey, I follow the boys. I follow JT Money every day. I said one time JT Money was Clan. The bitch eyes. <laughs> so yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I was gonna say the same thing. But you know you gotta get the Miami boy in there, and see what he wanna say. Next up, <laughs> Jam Pony or Roller Rush DJ? Uncle Al, Roller Rush DJ. Hey, hey, hey. Boy, look here, man, you tripping? Yeah, I, I, I stumped it right there. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> what the heck y'all talking about? <laughs> I'm gonna be, hey, um, <laughs> hey, boy, that's an armor, man. May Uncle Al, may rest in peace, boy. You know what I'm saying? I, I. Uh, I don't know. Rolling Rush is from the crib, from the city. Jam Pony from Fort Lauderdale. 
So I'm gonna go with Roller Rush. You know why I'm gonna go with Roller Rush? Because DJ Khaled came from Roller Rush DJ. And you see where DJ Khaled at. So Roller Rush DJ, give it out for Roller Rush DJ. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna pick the same thing, but hey, I was gonna see. I was gonna see if you gonna go. Cause I asked him when T was on here, you know, anybody from Chicago, I'd be like, you know, Worcester? Or, you know what I'm saying? I think I asked one dude, I said, who's a, a fast rapper? I say, I say, uh, I think I put on the, um, what's the Crucial Conflict? I think I had, uh, I had Twister and I had uh, Buster. I said, you gotta choose. And of course, Chicago boy, quick, it was going like Twister. And he said, I can't even go home. Or I say, anybody else? I say, good. <laughs> I say, good, and I did it right. So yeah, yeah, you you you, you pick right, roll the rush, you know what I'm saying, 15 hour boy. You know what I'm you know you know what it is. So yeah, for sure. Um fried cook or cook salad? Cook salad, man, you tripping. Cook salad. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer cook salad. I I uh, I just had that fried cook tonight, but I prefer <laughs> I prefer the cook salad too, dog. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 hey, best cook salad. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go down, you know, down south. Hey, it was a, I think his name is Kelly's. Cause mm. I can't think of the name right now. Kelly's Seafood Market. Kelsey's. Yeah. Kelsey's. Kelsey's Seafood Market. Down mm. south. Best kunk salad. And you your cup about this big. Your cup gonna be about this big right here. Kunk salad. Trust mm. me. <laughs> worth, worth, worth every dime. Um, mm. USA Flea Market or Carroll City Flea Market? Come on, man. Rest Flea Market. Man, USA Flea Market, man, you tripping. Man, Karen City ain't had nothing on no, no USA Flea Market. No, man, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know. Man, we get the, <laughs> hey, you get the drugs and everything in, in, in USA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's the drugs in? You know what I'm saying? Karen City. You know what I'm saying? That's the one on 79th, ain't it? Yeah, 79th. USA yeah. Flea Market, yeah. I it's stayed gold. over there, but it's gold, man. I, I know. Both of them. Kansas City Flea Market gold, USA Flea Market gold. Man, I, I, I was shedding the tears. I was riding by the other day, and like, yo, my daughter was like, only thing they got is Liberty Market. I'm like, Liberty Market, that's it. Which, if you don't know what Liberty Market used to be, now you know what I'm saying. I know this Miami boy can tell you what Liberty Market used to be back in the days, the eighties. Man, I forgot right. that just was. But I, yeah, I, I forgot what it was, but it showed sure was. It, it was Dade, it was um, North Dade. North, was it North, North yeah. Dade, um, damn, I think that, what's the name of it? Yeah. It was a mall, it was a mall back then. It was the only mall they had down there. When crack came in, they started robbing them damn TVs and all that stuff out of there. So that thing, that thing went away quick. You know what I'm saying? But hmm. as I say, we come to the end. So I'm gonna let my man, Op Solo, ask the last question. <laughs> All right, bro. Um, coming to the last question. What's some of your social media sites where people can find you at? Uh, for the company, it's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's Premier Element. P-R-E-M-I-E-R Element. E-L-E-M-E-N-T. All one word. And, you know, if you need to just read me direct, it's my first name. At T-A-B-R-O-N-X. Okay. So yeah, man, it's been it's been straight, man. I I, I you know I came to Miami. The first thing I thought, I said, man, I'm going to Miami to shoot this video. I'm gonna do a podcast while I'm down there. I'm gonna get my man Al Solo on here. He gonna you know we gonna come on here. We are gonna make this thing happen. And then I'm a you know I'm gonna get Bronx on here, man, because we gotta represent, man. I just, it just you know it just it just like this tenth episode. I, said, I never think I was gonna make it. And I, as you all know, that Al Solo was supposed to be here with me. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, and that, that's why I, I want it to be what it is right now. You know, and things happen, man. Hopefully, this will turn the corner for him eventually. He'll want to come do some more of this stuff, man, and maybe jump in because it was a very good interview. And I think <laughs> what, the reason why the reason why he focused wanted us to do it, or Mark wanted us to do it, is because what you see right now, we got good chemistry and it flow real well behind what we do. You know what I'm saying? And, and all Bronx did was just bring that out. So. You know that's that's pretty much it, man. I mean, I'm happy to have. I'm happy you came through. Hold tight. Don't hang up when I when I when we come off the line. I'm gonna probably do it quick. You you stay here too. Um, 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 um T, we a little bit, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna chop up. You know about what happened. What I talked about. Uh, what happened today, man. And we'll, you know we'll do that. But but yeah, man. I, I appreciate you coming through, man. And you know what I'm saying. I, I mean. We, we, we just need to make this thing happen and, uh, and you know stop the stop the stop the nonsense man because life too short you know what i'm saying that's why i try to bring all y'all together and I, you know and I, i'll try to make sure everybody's together man because it's just too short man we here one day going tomorrow man and you don't and you can't never get back the time go over some nonsense so i think the biggest yeah. thing is just to just remember that you know when it comes to business I tell this to anybody now, we gotta take our emotion out. There's no emotion in business. And it's all about ethics. And I'ma I'm gonna say this, I don't I don't have I got love for everybody. My family, my family, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't do business with everybody doesn't mean that I don't rock with you, you know. You'll know you'll know if I don't you'll know, excuse me, if I don't fuck with you. Like yeah, you can, hey, go ahead, man. This is a podcast, yeah. man. This ain't yeah. no I'm just, no, yeah, you right. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> You know, if I don't fuck with you, I'm gonna tell you. You know, so y'all know that because there's no fear, ain't no fear in me. It's I think what happened was I was just always on business, and when you, you know, it's just understanding how to separate it and understand it. it it's it, there's no emotion in business because if you have emotion, you're gonna lose. You, you just it, it's just a written fact. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna lose. And I I, I lost. I put emotions in a lot of things and things. So now I don't move emotions. So it's just if if I if I confuse anybody. You know what I'm saying? As a brother, I'm always gonna say I apologize on anything. But on, on, on the real, I mean, the, the doors are the door always been open. It's never like it closed. I just wanted to make sure that you know we, we respect each other. At the end of the day, that's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, but, but I know we can win. Um, I know that we gonna make some things happen. Um, if, if, if anything, if I just give advice, man, you know that's what, that's where it's at. That's what we here for, man. You know, that, and, and I went through my journey. My journey now is, is to give back. And that's where I'm at, you know, and I'm gonna definitely be able to put my perspective in certain situations. And, 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 and it's now it's, now it's time to help the younger generation. While we're enjoying ourselves, we help the younger generation while we're doing it. You know? True. True. Well spoken, man. I think we can end on that note right there. So <clears throat> until next time I, you know, I drop another one of these salute, man. And we appreciate you. You know what it's about. It's always about vets. Music, music industry dudes out there, people out there, you're a vet, whoever you are, you want to come on and tell your story. That's what the salute is about. So, all right, I'm going to holler at you. Salute. Hey. All right. All right, boys, y'all take it easy.